Well, hello. Hello, it's us. It's this, the Comedy Couch. That's right. It's Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. I'm Tony Tripoli, and this is Dennis Hensley over here on... Oh, there it is. Yeah, on my right. That's and right. And our theme song. There it is, and it's tasty and delicious. Um, I'm in a very good mood because I did my taxes, and I feel it's such a Hercule- Herculean task yeah. to go through all those receipts, and uh, I'm getting a refund. Good. That's right. That's good. Refund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels good. I'm in a good mood because I'm having a grape slurpee. Yep. Uh, and I just had one of the hardest classes at the gym I've ever had, like literally in my life. What made this one especially hard? It was one of those, it was a surprise like circuit class. They sent us upstairs to the big gym, which is really two uh, basketball courts yeah sure. courts side by side so that's okay. big and um they had brought up like a bunch of spin bikes wow and a bunch of gravity machines and then a bunch of balls to do abs and then there was one was just running the length of the basketball court back and forth sprints Ugh. and and then it was like weights and it was like excuse me 10 minutes at each of these five stations and Child, I did not see that coming. It was, I leave for Mexico at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Yes. And I thought, well, you know, I got to be in a bathing suit. I'm going to go do my little kickbox class. Right. And, and they... I went and worked out with my trainer this afternoon, but I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to get a little extra workout in. Right. Honey. Why did they do that? The children just to, were working. Just because I sure. think my lesbian kickbox teacher might be dead. Oh, I so think she may other... just be literally, we've had a sub for like the past three weeks wow. and she's not answering me on Facebook. So she might have gotten kidnapped. I think she might literally be dead. Maybe I'll see her in PV. Wow. Well, we've got so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. We, um, uh, we both had little getaways over the weekend. Yeah, but yours was fun. Mine was fun, and yours was not so much fun. No, it was fun. It was just it was how my should family. We do it? Should we? Take you go first. Just a whole because mine's a whole marathon. Here's New how York it's going to be. Or should we do you my go Friday, first. Friday. Okay. You go first. I'll interrupt, <laughs> and I'll speed you up, and then I'll tell mine pretty. All quickly. right. All right. Well, mine mine was very eventful, but I was I made notes on the plane coming home from New York. But they weren't great stories, so I'll just well then bust we it don't want to hear them. Well, you know we don't want to hear if it's not great stories. We well, don't want to hear a bunch like, of details on a trip we didn't go on. I know. Well, I'm gonna try to make it right. good. Okay, so if you feel like it's not going well, just say. And then I sucked his dick. Okay, we'll All do right. that. That's right. how. Be that's our the secret. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Rip Torn was on my plane. And then I sucked his dick. Thank no, you. That's I, how you I, tell a story. He wasn't even on my plane, let alone that. Oh, it wasn't? No. Really? You just pulled Rip just, Torn just, out of your ass? I, literally. Wow. That's and, really and Torn is I the operative word. I don't want to hear about it. All right. It. So I get to New York on Wednesday. New York City. New York City. And first of all, it's raining and mis- it's freezing. I bring the, it's some kind of crazy cold front slushy. And they're sick of winter out there. Okay. Had it up to here over it. They also hate Puerto Ricans. That's go true. ahead. And um, so first night, uh, go to TKTS and see Catch Me If You Can. Great. Yeah. Which I think you'd probably call Catch Aids If You Can. Oh, really? Do you think I would? <laughs> you Boy, might. Is um, it... Was there one good song? Um... Yes, maybe, but not. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite thing that right. I saw. I saw four things, and we got half price tickets. But I went with Shane Jacobson and mm. Tom Store, two delightful love, people yeah. who are podcast listeners. And Hello, we went boys. And ate Mexican food at Ariba Ariba, which is delish. 
Um, but so I found no like, more Chevys because they have the calories on the menu. Ooh. So it's just Ariba. Fuck that. Ariba. Yeah, I guess Ariba was a little more convenient. Okay. I don't know. And, and we did not Chev it up. Um, but uh, I felt like this show was. You know who was in it is Norbert Leo Butts. Have you heard of that actor who's in a I lot have. of things? Yeah, he's terrific, and yeah. he sort of da- out dazzled the guy who was from Next to Normal. That did you see the Next to Normal? You saw it when it I was saw here. the show, but I didn't see the yeah. Broadway. He's like a cute young guy, and he's okay. good. But he, and and Carrie Butler from Xanadu was in it. She's great, but no skates. Um, and it was fine. It was the Hairspray guys. I liked the music. I liked the vibe of it, but it wasn't. They tried to make it seem more emotional right. than it really was. Because that's John McDee, isn't it? John McDaniel? I don't know. Is music director? It's either that or How to is. Succeed. I bet it is. Maybe him. it's How to Succeed. I feel like it's Catch Me If You Can. Anyway, go ahead. I think you're right. And I should yeah. have emailed him because I know him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I did enjoy it. Um, and so the next day, I had lunch with my former Marie Claire editor, Susan Swimmer. Who, and then I sucked her dick. And then I sucked her dick. All right. But she's a Good big story. fan of the Fashion Police. Love that. And had lots of questions. Everybody really is focused, a fan. And was like, it's so smart and you know, obser- well observed. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll, I was eating this up with a spork. <laughs> oh, speaking of sporks. No, we're not speaking of sporks. Later, later on in the week, I met some people that worked on Beauty and the Beast. And apparently they started at one big theater and then they totally downsized. Yeah. So, so they like were selling forks and spoons in our yard sale. And I just love the idea that they got so cheap that Be Our Guest was literally like a spork. Like they literally had to combine roles. And it's like a it's spork. Li- it's just like one Swiss army knife on stage. <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. I love I, that. I'm the only one that's left. <laughs> we and I'm sizing. <laughs> okay. So anyway. That's pretty um, funny, right? I guess. It's a spork. It's a, anyways, so um, Thursday night, oh, Thursday afternoon, had coffee with Ed Salvato, my out traveler editor, and we talked about possible trips and this and that and the other. Okay. And uh, he likes, he's a fan of the comedy couch. Oh, okay. Well, Although then, he said that. He, then this story is suddenly worth yes, it. But he talked about how when I talked about my Hawaii trip and that I traveled with him and stuff, that he heard his name on there and it was like, <gasps> perk up and then nervous and then oh cool like he went through all the emotions oh, well, of, of being famous i have a little podcast i have a little story like that oh really except for it's, the person doesn't say oh it's cool is it the the guys that i date <laughs> the guy that i've been going out with look we got an email actually this week from a podcast listener and i should have printed it out i apologize to you for not giving you a proper shout out but he actually said tony hasn't talked about dating in a while what's up with that right he smells a rat and that's an astute <laughs> listener and it's true i have been sort of dodging that i have been not because i've been dating this guy who's a very nice guy named cole and you've met him a number of times i love cole he's very and sweet he's talented and really cool and and i really like him and he's 29 and that is you know kind of an issue for me because i'm 41 and grumpy and blah 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 anyway uh cole just listened to the podcast for the first time. Oh, shit. And I mentioned going on the fix-up date with Joan Rivers. Right, recently. And which was one dinner, and then that was that. Right. But it was that whole thing of like, you know, I listened to the podcast because I was in the car on a car trip, and, you know, and I didn't know. I mean, we never talked about are we exclusive or anything. P.S. We're not, because I'm going on dates with other people. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we never talked about 
being exclusive and then I listen to it and that's a hard thing to hear and wah, wah. And it's like, <laughs> I get it. You're totally right. Here's the thing. He's totally right. He's 100% right. But it's like the opposite of your friends going, I heard you mention me. He's like, ugh, I heard you mention me. Like, and I don't know. Like, I get it. But my policy is, look, I'm telling you, my best friend, what's going on in my life. Yeah. I'm not saying anything that everyone else isn't saying to their best friend. I just have the balls to do it <laughs> with a microphone on the coffee table. However, that is kind of a big but. <laughs> that is a big, a big difference. So I have to accept that. Yeah. You know, but the, the Virgin America flight attendant was right. like, um, you called me a smelling hole gay. And I'm like, it's smelly hole. And A, it's smelly hole. And B, you are. And C, why are you listening to the podcast? And I go, and then after that was like my first impression of you. And then I mentioned you three more times that we were having a really good time together. So who cares? Well, I know, but that was an old one. And what if somebody knew that was me? They wouldn't know it was you because I didn't say your name. Like, I'm not as reckless as I act. Like, I'm yeah. intentionally not giving identify whatever. So it's like I've had two. So you've two, had two dating guys go about that podcast. Two people that I've been inside yeah. have gotten pissy <laughs> when listening to the podcast. Again, totally justifiably, but I'm choosing to have an attitude about it. So anyway, back to New York. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah, my, my friend Ed said it was like he felt a little like. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Like and then I sucked person. his dick. <laughs> exactly. All right. But we went to City Bakery, which I've decided is my new hang. If okay. you're ever in New York, I went there three times. Jesus, Dennis. And All that's right. where they have the cookie of the year, which is a um, I, we not we named it that. It's not really, but it's already March and it's I'm done for the year. That's the cookie of the year. It's I have a, a cookie story. A really? Good. I knew you would. Save this boring trip to I, New York. Do you want me to tell you the cookie yes, story now? Tell me later? the cookie story. It's um. Well, because I was in Vegas with the family this past weekend. That's right. Because it was mom's 60th. And right. so we go and everyone's drunk and it's me and the six-year-old and we're the only ones that can talk. Okay, so. <laughs> but in Jerry, we stayed at Caesars Palace. Uh, which is it's so beautiful. They we were in this new wing and it's so tasteful and and the rooms were gorgeous. Um, but yet you can literally smell Celine. Well, yeah, no, yeah. the problem was the Caesar people did everything wrong. Every manager at Caesar's Palace is like twenty three and just graduated. Uh oh. And I don't accept that. And I and then I was calling to complain about everything. And at one point, this black girl on the phone goes, well, "Would you like to speak to Caesar?" <laughs> Don't laugh it's at that, palace. Dennis. Don't laugh at that. And it's I go, I go, Caesar better be the night manager because if you're getting sassy with me right now, that's not a good thing. And she goes, no, we actually do have a manager named Caesar. Oh, that's hilarious. And I go, okay, but you know, you sassed me. And she goes, yeah, I did a little. And so, um, <laughs> but anyway, in the rooms, in the room. The when are you plane... going to do your stand-up show, Tony Tripoli? I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> oh, boy. I've been doing that for <laughs> years. Um, and so, Tony Tripoli, may I speak to a supervisor? Um, and so, I did that just this afternoon with Citibank. Another story. Anyway, so, in the room, Jerry Seinfeld is going to be in the Selenatorium really? later in the month. Because Celine wow. only does, like, three weeks of the month, and yeah. then someone else is there. Vocal rest. Okay. And so... They have other people coming, like Kylie's going to be there, Janet Jackson's going to be there. All these people are coming, mostly for like one-nighters. Seinfeld's coming in for a weekend. So in the room, on a constant loop, is coming to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Kylie Minogue, da -da. and they show Kylie singing a song, and then Janet Jackson, and there's a song, and then Jerry Seinfeld. And I swear to God, 
This is the Jerry Seinfeld segment that they're advertising a show with. This is the coming attraction. This is Jerry Seinfeld, and he goes, what's the deal with cookies? <laughs> I mean, you try to have just one, and you eat the whole box. Audience going ape shit. <laughs> and he's like, and why do there have to be so many kinds of cookies? I mean, let's be honest. Chocolate chip, sugar. We've covered all the good cookies. Anything more than that is not a necessary cookie. I don't need a snickerdoodle. People going fucking bonkers. It's like the dumbest comedy bit that literally could have been from 30 years ago. Yeah. And also it's a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly never had the cookie of the year, which is the coconut um, cookie at the city bakery. <laughs> That's but bullshit. it's literally, what's the deal with cookies? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't approve of there's that. There's not a deal, Jerry. No. There's not a deal. First of all, your wife makes shitty cookies because yeah. she substitutes butter with carrots. Yeah. So that's fucked up. Yeah. So already that's fucked up. Yeah. So anyway, that's the cookie story. That's Then I sucked his dick. Then I... <laughs> <laughs> um, Which his wife had substituted with a carrot. Exactly. Long story. Um, so Thursday night, we're now to Thursday night. I get together with Matt Moline. Mm-hmm. Matt Moline, our friend, uh, and uh, one of the other um, people in the ensemble of season one of Can't Think of in My Life on the D-List. Sure, that's who nice. Who was there at the photo shoot. A dip- that's a very diplomatic way to say I it. I didn't know Chance had died. Did you know that? Of course. I didn't know that. Maybe I... I, I sent her flowers. Yeah, maybe I did know that. I, I sent her flowers it. and got nothing, no response. Chance was their dog. Yeah, um, the beautiful blonde dog. I did not know that. Maybe I did and just... He died like dogs. a year after our season. No. A long Captain time ago. Captain died first. Oh. Captain I knew died. Chance right. lived on. Oh, you're right. I didn't realize Chance, Chance had a lot of very special episodes. Yes. All right. So anyway, we get together Matt Moline, and then Matt and Danny, uh, Casillas and yeah. I, go see The Lincoln Lawyer, yeah. which I enjoyed and they hated. Um, maybe it's because I never watched Law & Order or, or any of that shit, so I'm like, I'm ready for a nice legal yeah. yarn. Um, but this was weird. In New York, they did Lincoln Lawyer on Groupon. Maybe they did it here too, but you could literally, for the first time, a movie on Groupon. Hmm. Opening weekend, or second weekend. Anyway, so after the, um, after the movie, hmm. um, I was planning to have a meet and greet friend kind of outing like later on Sunday. So I needed to scout locations. Meet and greet. Me like just a reception. I was going to receive people, you know, where I'm like, Hey, Jesus. I'm in town. Come have a drink here. Whatever. Like Liza, you're doing a meet and greet. Sure. A meet, a like meet and Downey greet. and or yeah. Marie One after photo. the show with the Flamingo. You like when, Phil, when we went to Phyllis Diller's yeah. house and she did the picture, you know, at Donnie Marie, you can pay a hundred dollars extra to get VIP, VIP tickets. You sit down front and you get a meet and greet, but it's with Donnie or Marie after the show. You only get one of them, and you get one picture for your group. So if there's two people in your group, you both get next to either Donnie or Marie, and then they take one picture with your camera, and you're out the door. There's no cuddling. We don't want to hear you, what you think of her dolls. There's none of that. Wow. Yeah. it's a, She's a little bit it's cunty. A, it's an asshole racket, apparently. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So we're going to go scout locations okay. for the Denception, as Ed called it. Okay. Um. 
That's too precious. I, by the way, Ed, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't. I shot. I I stayed away from the word inception yeah, yeah. because it felt self-aggrandizing. It's like last week. I think you said amaze balls, yeah. and I just went. You're too old to say that. <laughs> like who the fuck am I? Like I'm the po- world the police. Word police. You know what though? I I can but relate you, to that because no, I'm you, the you font police. Yeah, but you can't say amaze balls. Go ahead. I am the font police. I will fucking shut down. A, I'll call the mm-hmm. health department on a restaurant if they have a bad font. Like well. I. I really, I'm, I'm like, you know, who has the worst fonts? Who? Thai restaurants. Yeah. They do a lot of that Sanskrit. Oh yeah. And papyrus. Shit that shouldn't be all caps, but it's yeah, all yeah. caps. Oh, okay. my friend Doug and I described that as font rape. When you're just walking around, minding your own business, maybe you're seeing a movie and all of a sudden, Boy. bam, fame right in your face. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, and yeah. when they mix fonts, uh, whatever. Yeah. So we're going to go scout locations for the Denception. Okay. So we go to this place called the R Lounge, which Ed Salvato had told me about. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever in New York and you need a place to have a drink or some appetizers before a Broadway show, mm-hmm. go to the R Lounge. It's on the second floor of the Renaissance Hotel, right next to Pi- Times Square. And it looks, because you're on the second floor, it's like they pulled a cruise ship into um, Times Square and you're in the Horizon Lounge. Because okay. there's 360 views. Nice. Or 180, like halfway around, whatever sure. that is. And um, it's relatively new, so it's not that packed and it's amazing so we're like oh my god this is perfect for the denception so we're leaving the you can call it that one more time that's the last time i'll call it that because then it becomes something else oh shit it becomes the booze and bowl because then afterwards we went bowling so after once i decided oh we're going to add bowling to it it'll be the booze and bowl so we're leaving the our lounge and oh this place is amazing 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 and there on the banquette as we're leaving is a turned over theater program. Mm-hmm. And I said to Danny and Matt, I'm like, what show do you think it is? And Danny was like, Book of Mormon. And Matt was like, Arcadia, like these kind of hip shows. Mm-hmm. And I to- turn it over. Fucking Mamma Mia. No, worse. No, that can't be. No. Not unless they brought cats back. Close. There's no title. There's just a fucking mask on there. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's fucking Phantom. Well, that's not so bad. It hurt my heart, Tony. It was Why? like, because I, here I was in this hip, cool place, and we're planning the booze and bowl, and everything's cool, and then we're going to play this fun game, and I turn it over, and it's like, fucking mask! It's like, fuck! What year is it? Yeah, but they didn't keep it. That's what's great. Yeah. They didn't keep it. They didn't want to... it away? Yeah, they were leaving it behind. They were like, ugh, I'm better than this. <laughs> better than this. See? But I just learned a lesson. Don't play Playbill Roulette unless Never you can play fucking live with it. Well, of course. <laughs> I thought I... I. You gotta be it hurts. ready for it to be fucking Seven Brides <laughs> with Seven Brothers or you something You really dreadful. have to be ready. You sometimes forget mm-hmm. the shit that's out there. Yeah. So anyway, don't, do, don't turn over a Playbill and think it's gonna be fun. Oklahoma featuring Deborah Boone. <laughs> Like, Don't. it's going to be some bad, Ugh. nightmarish thing. So that was Thursday night. Um, Friday, uh, lunch at Spice with uh, Danny and Tom Store and my friend Mike, mm-hmm. who I went to college with, another podcast listener. And a lot of my friends, because they listen to the podcast, think that we're in touch. But right. we're not at all. Well, but they're up that, in touch. They're they, in touch. They're in touch. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Which is perfect. <laughs> that To me, that's ideal. Yeah. They, they, they're like, look, oh, you yeah. can never find your keys or the clicker. <laughs> you don't have time to know what's going on with Mike from college. You don't but have do. that kind of brain space. <laughs> oh, and they're like, yeah, they're like, oh, you were, I know you're going through a rough time there, but then, you know, you're back on next week and things seemed okay. I was like, yeah. Okay. They, it's not an arc. And it's apparently not- <laughs> you lost a leg. I didn't even, I so, missed that. 
Um, you know Zsa could be dead any minute. Really? She's back in the hospital Fuck and she's coughing up blood. Oh, shit. It's so, going to happen. This could be... This could be This it. could be Zsa's last podcast. <laughs> she's it, a fan. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. And I and the last thing she's going to be thinking about on her deathbed is that her, fucking Phantom Mask. Her final podcast, darling. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. So, so then... Um, so then we go to the Highline Park, which is relatively new, and I, I've been wanting to go there. And it's this really cool park on the west side of Manhattan, and it was built on a old um, railway line. They had a mm-hmm. railway line, and they didn't use it anymore. And then they built this cool park. So it's just it's long. It's like a path that you walk, but it's elevated. So it's just this unique vantage point and worth exploring next time you're in New York. Love the High Line. Then we went back to uh, have the cookie of the year uh, at the City Bakery. And then I made the mistake of seeing High with Kathleen Turner. It's a new new play. <laughs> And it was the very first night. Yeah. So at Half Pricers, uh, she plays a nun, and it's a three-character play, and she's trying to help this uh, crystal meth gay boy who checks in with the Catholic. <laughs> but did she write it? No, but she – and, you know, I'm a fan of hers because Body Eats my very favorite movie and, you know, all those great movies she You know, was that in. was a really long time ago, Dennis. I know. Well, that believe me, I'm sitting okay. there thinking – you know, it's interesting because she used to be such a sex symbol. Yeah. And now... And now she's like an old dude. <laughs> she's like an old dude. And I, I admire her for not trying to hold on to that. But the truth is she couldn't have if she tried. Like, her, I think she's but got still, arthritis like, stuff. And hormones voice, or something. And like, it's like, she's got a full face. fucking beard. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But the the word lumbering comes to mind. At least. <laughs> what do you mean at best? So and and you would have loved. She's it running there's... around in her high heels that are a full half inch. Yeah, no, no if not, because I I hear she has like th- arthritis and struggles with movement and stuff. Then like that. sit the fuck um, down, Kathleen. Yeah. So it was not. I it was all right. It wasn't great. There was you know. I saw Faye Dunaway today in Beverly Hills, Shit. and she was in a black beekeeper's outfit. That's the only way to describe <laughs> it. The scarf gauzy part was bright yellow mm. but the rest of it was all black yeah. with a big black hat and then like a yellowish cream colored print and it was and no makeup on and it was clearly Faye Dunaway and she was talking to someone on a not like in Beverly Hills like Rodeo Drive proper but yeah. like on one of the side streets residential areas damn she looks like she's, she looks like a burn victim Really? Yeah, it's, it's why because she's had weird shit done. To yeah, her face, and so anyway, but so yeah, Kathleen she's Turner super lumbering. Uh, Ka- Kathleen Turner lumbering, and then I sucked his dick. Good. Um, so that's that. That was Friday. Hi, not great. Um, so Saturday brunch with Brett and his their friend Rich and Jeff and Danny at the Eatery, best Chinese chicken salad <laughs> on Eighth Avenue. This is literally a food tour. It's of New a York. food tour of New York, and then we went to the Book of Mormon, and um, Brett and Danny got their tickets a while back, so yeah. they got really affordable seats and good seats. And I wanted to join them, and it was the one show I wanted to see. And right. about a week ago. Or a week and a half ago, I, there was nothing left. Nothing. Right. Except for the premium seats. Which are how much? 250 Oh, my. Okay. I did it. Good. Good I for you. I ponied it up. You know what? Because you know what? You want to see that show. They, yeah. They were like, there's tickets available for April, but no. And it is so good. Yeah. So fun. So sweet. It's really moving. Yeah. And as, as someone who was raised Mormon... 
there's no spite toward the Mormons at all. I mean, it makes fun of a lot of the sure. mythology of it, but you care about the characters. Their earnestness is very charming. Nice. And I think it's going to be like the producers, that, that show that sort of shakes things up and yeah. kind of changes the game a little bit, even though it's quite traditional in the way it is a musical. There's no crazy set pieces. But I hear great songs. Great, catchy songs, really funny lyrics. And the two guys are amazing, right? The guys are amazing. It's everything a musical should be, and it's sort of really traditional and subversive at the same time. And yes, there's a lot of outrageous language and, and profanity sure. and stuff, but it's all overshadowed by the sincerity of it. I did that thing which sometimes in musicals I'll cry for no reason. Like it's not a sad part, it's right. just beautiful. Yeah. And it all works and I'm like Bwack. So I, I someone loved it. I read a review online somewhere that said it's so great to see a show and go, I can see this running for uh, forever in every city and it's kind of actor proof. Like I could see there's a hundred guys that would be great in these roles mm -hmm. and that will be touching and you know, as long as it's directed well, yeah, it's, it's not a star vehicle. No. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like it hinges That's on true. that. Like this is a show that could run a lot and yeah. we'll work in small theaters mm -hmm. and big theaters. And it's, it's true. It's, it's in the writing. Yes. It's so good. And the leads are phenomenal and right. great, but, but they have great, stuff to work with yeah and um as a mormon i was really i think the mormon church should sort of embrace it or i, I because they come off you you're pulling for them you want yeah. them to succeed i mean the whole point of it is that you know sure that the story's crazy and they may, probably made it up but the point is it sort of helps people or it gives people hope or whatever right. and isn't that what all religions are anyway to some degree yeah and um I just loved it. It was so neat. I'm so happy that I saw it, and I highly so recommend good. it to anyone. I, I know. Just, I'm it's glad great. that great, great, great. those guys have another hit on their hands. They have another hit on their hands. Good. good and it's them. really sweet. And so then what else did you see? Um, the other thing I saw on uh, Sunday, I saw the Tony Kushner play, mm. The Intelligent Homosexuals Guide to Capitalism with a Key to the Scripture. Some pretentious long title. Yeah. And um, it Sounds had just started delightful. previews at um, the public theater. Mm. And um, Danny had one opening in his theater-going schedule, and I, there were tickets, and so we jumped on him. And we go there, and it's downtown, and um, we're in the fourth row. And it's a smallish theater, like yeah. two or 300 seats. And this is the first weekend. I think it's in previews, and I'm like – how did and the first you know and it's really powerhouse the first act is amazing and we're right there on the fourth row and i'm like how did we get these seats how did this mm -hmm. it just didn't seem it didn't seem to add up that we could just be like on friday like well i want to see the no some guy named kushner right i don't know who he is I haven't done anything in a while you know like it just seemed like that would be a hotter ticker so i went to the box office and i said we just got these tickets on friday were they were there always tickets available or oh he, she goes oh so no some subscriber probably turned him in and i'm like oh so please tell me we got lucky because that's what i really want to hear is that we got lucky she goes oh you got lucky and i'm like yes so we got lucky um that made it all that more and you weren't bothered by the her phantom pin that she was wearing no on the they don't know from phantom down there <laughs> although i will tell you there's so much fucking helvetica in that um in that uh 
public theater. Like every, yeah. it's like a font that you like, but so much of it that it feels almost it's ver, it's verging on font rape. God. Uh, it's sort of Helvetica. It's so like it's font, it's font sexual harassment. It really, it, it's just too much. I like it, but yeah. not it was, it's enough. And um, but it was it, it it. I really enjoyed the play. So it's font my pussy's raw. Woo! Like I just yeah. it's enough. I liked it's it enough. the first time, but yeah, this but is n- number four. I can't do it like, again. Like there's all the art, all the promotional material for this play. There's no images. It's just that font, and oh, it's yeah. a lot of title. Yeah. And I wish I hate playwrights who have to have a fancy title. They have you can't to be just call you. it right. the, you know, whatever, the Considines or whatever. It's very much a family in a yeah. house. They could have just called it the Considine House family or whatever. In a house. But it's no, it's the, this and that, and sometimes there's a semicolon. Well, the original title was The Uppity Faggot. <laughs> exactly. So how do you feel about that? And, and um, so it was really good, well acted. I felt like by the end I wanted it to pack more of an emotional punch, but sure. it got a little... Um, I felt like the intellectual stuff that he was exploring sort of took away from some of it. But I'm so glad I saw it. Great powerhouse acting. And so, but and then we went to the Denception. That was the last time I saw it. You were they allowed one the, more. That was it. Okay, the Booze and Bowl. I went straight up to that, and yeah. then we did that. So And that was fun, and you got you you were able to – did you have a Make-A-Wish kid that wanted to meet you or yeah, anything there, at the I reception? I took the photos at the uh, – yeah, Good. That was I nice did. Of I just you. greeted fans. Of, Good. Because you don't know if somebody knows from the podcaster. <laughs> and now with Fashion Police, there's a whole new crop oh, of boy. people – uh, no, but I well, nice turnout at the Denception. Oh, Dennis, seriously. <laughs> um, you know who came? Kevin Burrows and Christopher Sieber, who are I fans of the them. podcast. And they went to the bowling afterwards and were so sweet. And Chris and Sieber is doing Lacan. I know, and I didn't know that, or I would have tried to see that instead of that Kathleen Turner thing. I emailed him. I really yeah. want. I missed him by like two weeks when I yeah. was in New York. Yeah. Um, because... He was covering for Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor yeah. was doing it and got sick or injured or something, and he had to come in like literally with like three days rehearsal or something. Yeah, like Lickety Split. Yeah, so, which would be the good name for a show. I know, Lickety, Lickety Split. Split. You know what I think would be a good name for a restaurant, by the way? Hmm. Delish. Nope. <laughs> I watched your face. You're like, I'm going to think about it. Nope. Is it a little too cutesy? Way too can cutesy. I can I possibly like it? Can't. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it happen. Can in a movie? Not. I think it's a cute um, name for a restaurant. But they Dancing were delightful. With the Stars is really good this season, <laughs> and I don't like saying it, but you've got Ralph Macchio who's good. I love this Disney girl. I love her. I love her so much. I sh- I love her not enough to learn her name, but everything up to that. Well, she's got a cute haircut. Yes, I love her, and she's like Kelly Pickler that I can stand, and which means really she's very nothing like Kelly Pickler. But um, I love and Wendy Williams does a lot of lumbering, a la Kathleen Turner. She's super lumbering. Oh, I have have a scoop about that. Yeah, one of my friends in New York Mm. does a fair amount of TV appearances. Okay, you know, like a guest on this or that, or representing a magazine or whatever. Did Wendy Williams said. Uh, nicest, yeah, and most professional staff. Like boom, boom, on it, on. Oh, on I it. was there with Joan Rivers, and yeah. it was yeah, it was totally remarkable. And it's ugly. You... Their office is ugly and yeah. broke down, and they were like non-union for a long time, and like, but yeah, everyone was super nice and because there's a loosey goosey quality to the show itself. Like Wendy's kind of that's kind of her thing. Yeah, but 
couldn't be more professional, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Because uh, you hear so much bad stuff about so many different but, things. But, um, and I love Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. And then the football guy, who's also black, and I don't know his name. Um, Florence Henderson is still going to every taping. She, she's still she's there. Still, she forgot she was on it and is trying to get back on she, it. Yeah, it's literally like, she's like, I'll just turn off the lights when I leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, I'm not going to go home because tomorrow's the results show. Yeah, I know I have a garment bag. Here. I'm going to just have a new beaded gown for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but so it's good, but I don't know who's going to get eliminated. And I'm thinking we might be able to find out while we're doing this podcast. Wow. So go ahead and tell, I'll tell another story from New yeah. York. So from New York, you're back. No, I there, I missed a couple of things. Oh, how many things? Oh well, I went to the Big Apple Ranch. I went country two stepping. Okay. And if you ever want to feel cute, go there. <laughs> go to a country gay bar. Woo! Um, and I did I did twirl around the floor with a few gentlemen, but they do different kind of dancing. They do more twirling, and I couldn't get it right, and uh, they were a little impatient with me. And I'm like, listen. You'll never outdo Heidi from Mammoth, so don't even try to fucking make me feel bad. But there was a guy there that I had met when I was working on Big Gay Sketch Show who I had met at Big Apple Ranch and danced with him, and he was a huge flirt, and we exchanged numbers, and his name was Eric, and I wanted to go out with him, and then he flaked out and dropped the ball and was a jerk, and then I saw him there again, and he's like, you look familiar. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, your name's Eric. I should have said, yeah, you you flirted with, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But um, some, one of my friends knows him from before and says he's a huge asshole. Of so course he there is. you go. Look who got voted off Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Sexy Mike, sexy. Psycho Mike, the DJ. Yeah. Oh, that's But a he's shame. not that good, but he's super cute. I do like how when they announce the lineup for the show, you're like, who's that? Who's that? No, and I And then really... you start to watch them, and you're like, oh, I like that person I never heard of. Like, this is going to change. Marini. Yeah. This Elio is gonna... Castaneves. This is going to change that Disney girl's life. Yeah. It's going to really, and I this really could have changed his life. Yeah. Because he's attractive, and if he was likable and lasted a few weeks, it really could have led, and now it's, God, He just can't shame. dance, right? I can't believe that that, horribly borderline retarded Petra Nemkova model yeah. from the tsunami didn't go first. Cause she is just like horrible. Yowza. Yeah. Um, Kushner show. I did that. Oh. You know, who's coming, who, you know, who's all over. Was he all over the buses and walls when you were there as Andy Cohen bursting through the wall with no, um, thank you. Yeah. He's, he's got a guess. I guess watch what happens is every night now or something. Maybe. I don't know. That's a lot of real housewives talk. Yeah. Um, and I think that's. But um, he makes them seem likable. I guess he does. I don't know, but he's he's bursting through the, literally like hey Kool Aid coming through the walls. Right, of gay Kool Aid. <laughs> gay Kool Aid. Um, uh, yeah. What else? Had had uh, coffee with Ben Harvey at my favorite place, City Diner. Love him, Ben Harvey from Radio with a Twist. <laughs> and um, are you? You're literally just sending personal shout outs now. We are totally personal shout outs, and I think that's pretty much it. For New York. Nobody on a subway that you wanted to send a little hello to? Oh. There was a guy I rode with um, named Dan who saw um, the Tony Kushner play. Uh, and uh, we we took a train ride afterwards, and he has my number. He can do with it whatever he wants. Well, what do you, what has he done with it so far, Dennis? And then he sucked my dick. Oh, I don't know. Right. Nothing. Good story. Yeah. I wish those were better stories. But um, suffice it to say, I'm much better at um, eating and watching Broadway shows than I am at skiing. Just more natural. Yeah. A little bit more in Knock my me over with a feather. 
Um, so yeah, but it was good. It went great. Yeah. Norma came to the Bullmore. Um, you mean Nora? No, no, Nora. I saw Nora. I forgot Nora at the diner yeah. the day before, and then Norma, the couch potato, excellent, came to, um, the meet and greet. The meet and greet. The booze and bowl. Because then awesome. when afterwards we went to Bowlmore, which is a new bowling alley in Times Square, and we were well, the only ones there. I went to Las Vegas with my family. Yes, and we stayed at Caesar's Palace, and we saw the Cirque du Soleil show. I have become that guy, you know, because I really sort of organized this trip for Mom's sixtieth, and. I, uh, we, you know, our friend Michael, the Cirque du Soleil, yes. said I can get you half price tickets, and he set up the tickets back the first week in February. Um, and I become that guy that, like, I'm always worried that things aren't gonna. It's sort of like you. I'm always afraid I'm not really gonna be on the list, and the tickets are gonna. Like, if I don't have the tickets in my hand, I can't relax until I have. Like, a, right. do you know what I mean? Like, You're I'm so worried when go someone calls in a favor that always makes me nervous. I yeah. need to physically. And so he set up the tickets and I had the confirmation a month ago and I'm reading the confirmation while I'm at Burbank airport waiting for my flight to Vegas. And it says you can pick the tickets up five days before the show, but no later than one hour to showtime. And I'm like, well, you know what? This family of mine, we're not getting anywhere an hour early. It's not going to happen. So I call the box office um, and I just want them to put in the account in the computer system. Don't give our tickets away if we're not there in an hour. We will be there. And they go, but Mr. Tripoli, your tickets were for February 26th, not March 26th. Oh, boy. So I had paid for these tickets and not gone to the show a month ago. Yeah. And now I've got my I've got eight people coming to a show, and we're not going to see it. So I've ruined my mother's birthday. And so I'm freaking out. And so I email Michael, and I circ office is closed on the weekends. And anyway, they scramble, and, and Michael was so heroic and got us – Turns out my uncle didn't come in from Texas, so we didn't need eight. We only needed seven seats. And so I just had to buy seven new seats. Right. Um, but they were able to still get us a deal. And it was just, they were so above and beyond and wonderful. And he felt so bad that he had set up for the called, wrong night. But I got truly, a text from you about this They sent me the email confirmation. And yeah. I, it did say February on it. I just, yeah. you know. So they, I'm glad it all worked out because I got the text yeah. from you during the intermission of Book of Mormon, and then a, right. Michael a call, Michael called me. That's so sweet, and so, so yeah. I'm glad it worked out. And then Mom and her husband went to go and see Garth Brooks over at the Win, nice, and loved it, and said that he did over three hours and brought out Trisha oh. and and Gay gasp. It was so great, and he sang all these songs, and he kept apologized for being a little under the weather. Um, and they had like amazing seats. They were right in his eye line, and you know, so that was just really, really great. And then the next day, we took Matea to the Circus Circus, where my dad used to always take my little sister mm-hmm. and I, twenty five years ago. Wait, so who was the seven? You, your mom. So well, mom and her husband. Yeah. My sister and Matea. Okay, that's four. My little brother Nate. Nate. And me is you. six. Okay. And then Karen, Karen is, is number seven. Awesome. So everyone was there. Yes. And um, it's so great to see my little brother because I don't really he lives in South Carolina. I don't yeah, see I him didn't that know much. He was coming in. So it's really, really cool. Um, and uh, and he's hilarious. He actually pointed out the Jerry Seinfeld thing, and then I watched it on the TV and he was like so fucking correct with the what's the deal with cookies? And um and so um, then the next day we took Matea Circus Circus, which literally hasn't been cleaned since I was there last 25 right. years ago. Okay. And, but she won a bunch of stuffed animals and it was just fun and old school. And we had like, cause we saw fat trapeze people. Like they can't do the trapeze in like any good circuses anymore, no. but they can do the free show at Circus Circus. Yes. And so they're like still in like tights with the catcher 
kept trying to like pull his tank top like shirt down over his fat belly but then he would hang upside down and it would lift up and show his fat belly and he kept trying to pull it and i was obsessed i was like natalie look at he keeps trying to cover his belly like yeah i like that hilarious he gets to do what he loves and eat Oh, Jesus, Dennis. Well, you're missing the point of that, but okay. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then, yeah, then we went uh, and had walked around the forum shops with Matea, and, you know, it was fun, and people weren't, like, too drunk, my family, you know. That's cool. For them, they were, like, incredibly sober. That's um, great. And I think my little brother hooked up with some chick. He knew someone that was in town That's and happened awesome. to go to her hotel, and hopefully put his penis in her vagina. I hope. I think it's great. He should. Why not? Um, yes. Um, and so, yes, it was a nice trip. And then we came home and, uh, and then you got back. Was it from overnight? Vegas like you flew out yeah, Friday yeah. and I, came back Saturday? No, I flew Saturday and then came back Sunday night. Oh, okay. Um, and then now I leave uh, early in the morning to go to Puerto Vallarta. Now what's your strategy I'm for Puerto? I'm going to Blue Chairs Beach Hotel. I'm going to stay right there. I have a, Room with an ocean view. Amazing. And uh, and I'm very excited. I'm just going to drink things out of a hollowed out pineapple and lay on a chair and, you know, probably not have sleeves on until I come back home. Do you know anyone that's going to be down there? No. That's going to be good. Don't you're want to. Be on, you're gonna There's be no meet and greet, Dennis. I'm There's not doing no, a meet and greet. <laughs> There's no this is a, No. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> There is no fucking Mexican restaurant called Delish. No, we I vacation differently. Cute. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. Right, and um, I'm literally just gonna lay around and relax. I am so sore and like just tired, and it's gonna be nice to just recharge and then come back. And Fashion Police is so good this week, though. Did you watch this week's episode? No, I haven't seen it. it. Edited so. I can't even Great. remember what was it's, what it was. It's really hilarious. We do the whole Katie Holmes thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of really funny stuff in it. So People like the jokes. fashion police. I even you know can't believe some it? of the stuff we got away with. Billy Eichner, good. Who I used to work with on Big Ass Show, says it's the funniest show on TV. And he's funny. He's a funny motherfucker. And he was cut out of the first episode, so was that's he? nice Did that it he's not air. Yeah, never air. No. I can so, remember. So um, that's yeah. really cool that he's not like. Yeah, you know, I like him a lot, and he about that because he's hilarious. Funny. People love it. That's, that's awesome. You know, so then what, what do else? What I else do you have coming up? Do you have a Village Variety Pack coming yes, up anytime soon? Yes, on Monday night. And I've got to get people coming and seeing it. Oh, Monday okay. Night so in Monday LA. the 4th. Monday the 4th at the Gay and Lesbian Center at 8 o'clock. We're in the big room, which means you don't have to buy tickets in advance. There'll be plenty. Sure. Um, so there's that. That's good. Joan Rivers uh, told me to call Jocelyn and book some more dates opening for her. Fantastic. Because I was terrific and she wants me to do many more, she said. That's great. So that's good. So hopefully if, you, if you've if you gone to JoanRivers.com and see that Joan is coming near you, then hopefully I might be coming to that same theater near you. I'm going to be in P-Town July 1st to the 16th. Brought wow. to you, I think, brought to you by Boy Butter. Amazing. I believe I will be sponsored by Boy Butter and yeah. uh, distributing some product, That's as they great. say in the industry. That's great. Have you thought about how you could integrate yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I do mention lube more than one time in my How different is show? this from shit in my pants? Is it all new? No. Or is there God, no. Please, all new. I don't know. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Um, here's the bottom line. Not enough of these faggots came out to see the show last year. Yeah. For me to feel the need to write a whole new show. Right. So that's how I feel. 
Okay. So, no, a lot of it will be new, mostly new, but some classics. That's right. You know, you got to give them what they want, Dennis. Right. Are so, you still going to shit your pants? I think I probably will. I think right. they're, they've grown. The people that loved me last year will want to know what's been happening. Yeah. They have a whole shit story that they haven't heard last year. Sh- your shit pants is the equivalent of the Titanic song for Celine. If you it's don't do Jerry it, Seinfeld's cookie bit. If you he, go to see Seinfeld do and it, he doesn't talk about the cookies. Then you're up in arms. Yeah. Then it's, can I speak to your supervisor? Damn right. Yeah. So, so that's wow. it. Wow, we are all caught I know, up. I know. I feel a bit cut off from TV and movies. RuPaul's and Drag Race is so funny, and <laughs> we were laughing today because I was watching it while you were doing your taxes. Yes, and it. when one's back is turned, it's literally just a series of non sequitur. Like when they're actually at the end of the show when they're doing their runway, it's just a panel of people saying things that don't make sense in relation to here's. Manila Luzon. Ooh, beekeeper chic. Mad Max girl. A, B, C, D, B. Yeah, Jam Brady, anyone? Mm. Okay, working out those B heels, B girl. Thunderdome, thunder thighs. I said mm. it. Mm-hmm. It's like they all just feel this need to have like some reference-y, catchphrase And they all punny. start talking in the same musicality, yeah. and everyone's just talking like a black RuPaul. And the judge, like a judge can't just say, oh, I think she did a great job. Yeah. It has to be. That is so flattering. Yeah. It has to be. I can't even see your dick, girl. Be. Mm. <laughs> and there's know. other some. Ooh, Dr. Shivago dis. Yeah. Whatever. Like, like, <laughs> totally. Like, totally. Just, and like. A, the, hey, hey, Alice Ghostly from Bewitch on a cracker. Like, I don't know what. That doesn't. That's not conjuring. At all. What, what okay. you talking about, Willis Mina? Hey now. Like weird, twisted catch, for, but a desperate mm-hmm. need Estelle to Estelle Getty that. is back from the dead. <laughs> really? Because I'm wearing all pink. I don't. Yeah, like just it referency, heavy referency. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's like it a all chorus. started in season one with Cameroon. <laughs> and now it's totally out of control. Yeah. Yeah, the judges are now the the most fun to make fun of because you feel like. At first, I liked how jam-packed it was, and yeah. but now I think they're a little overloaded with catchphrases oh, and God, puns. Oh, God, congratulations. It's just too much. The thing yeah. is, it's the only reality show where you really don't give a fuck who wins. <laughs> it's so not about the end game. It's yeah. not about... Like, you watch Idol, and you get so invested, and you really yeah. want your... No. I don't, really, none of them should win, yeah. truthfully. Raja, I guess, is the prettiest and the yeah. best at the art of drag. But then he talks like a man, which they act like is a big deal, but who cares? Yeah. But, you know, Manila is a great performer, but an asshole is a human being, it seems. Yeah. And wears all that really weird white highlight makeup. So, and then I fucking can't stand the um, the one from Puerto Rico with the bad real-life ponytail. I don't know. I just know Raja and Shangela, and I don't know any of the other I ones. just, so, you know, yeah, I'm glad Shangela's finally gone. Oh, yeah. She's just annoyed me. She's a fucking catchphrase machine. <laughs> so that I understand whole, them yeah. wanting her back because she's she delivers. Yeah. But she's good with the soundbite. Yeah. I bought uh, The Walking Dead yes. DVDs to watch while I'm in Mexico, so I'm going to watch that and the Joan Rivers, Joan and Melissa Yes. Comedy Hour. Have you been watching? Have you watched all of them? I saw the first two episodes. Yeah. And so now I have to watch the other four. I think people like it. It's, yeah. It's, uh, 
people are saying. So I want to, I bought the new Jennifer Hudson. Um, yeah. I love the, where you at. Yeah. And it's great when she performs it, it live. Download it. I downloaded it. Um, and I think I'm, I'm going to get the new Britney, which I think is out. Ugh. Um, Her lip sync performances are boring. Like, if you're gonna lip sync, that's fine, but then do some stuff. Don't just walk around and yeah. like I'm not fat anymore. Like that's all. I, yeah. I'm not fat, and I learned most of the words. <laughs> she really is kind of an underachiever. She's of pop. so disappointing. Yes, yeah. there was a great review in Entertainment Weekly about her, where it's kind of like it's not even really about her anymore. No. It's like what they do with her in the studio and yeah, yeah. And but we still kind of like. There's that. a couple that's of songs that she wasn't even there. Yeah, I'm sure. For sure, it yeah. was just less leftover bits of other yeah. songs yeah. that they've now pieced together into another track. You know, right. it's nothing. Right. Well, so what else is coming up? We've got Fashion Police returning yes. on. I think it's the seventh. seventh it will air again yeah. Friday night, the seventh. I might be going to Philly in um, in April at some point. One That's weekend exciting. for the uh, Festival of the Arts. Just a Friday weekend, the eighth will be the next Fashion Police, yeah. and then on the 29th, we're doing our wedding. Royal wedding special, which is very nebulous at this point. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so you um, know, but there you go. I, I guess. So. Well, please check in with our sponsors. You know, the Dennis Hensley five pack, five pack on FilmBaby.com. That's right. Flying off the shelves. Get one while yeah. you can. The Evie Harris Shining Star alone is worth it. It is. That really is so funny. That's a funny fucking short film. Yeah, if I say so, my own self. And um, and then Dr. Dr. Kiss, Kiss, the world's greatest lip balm. Yes. We had a question today from one of our very faithful couch potatoes. Uh, did you see that? Something about how do you apply it? Do you it? apply it since it's essentially lipstick? I glossed through it in my fury that you would refer say that it's practically lipstick. It is yeah. not. Use it as you would a chapstick yeah. and then enjoy it more. Um, I watched Brett apply it, who invented it, and he always puts it on his bottom lip uh-huh. and then does the smacking. Well, that seems like something that would bug me. <laughs> as much as I love him, anyone making that noise, I think would annoy me. I, I don't me. think he does it that broadly, but he yeah. does do the top. He does the bottom right. lip, and then yeah, that's good. There's that. There's no wrong way. No. to Doctor Kiss. There's not. Uh, not what else? Uh, please send us an email. We did not get any new submissions, three-way stories. Really? And we don't even have addresses for the people that we do have. Yes. If we uh, selected yours, yeah. you have to email us an address. Yes. Otherwise, you get James and Jeremy. nothing. Right. Uh, send those to thecomedycouch at gmail.com. We will be back next week for an all-new yes. podcast. And until then, we love you for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.